When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Besides the screen you spent most of your time staring at this week, chances are you are also captivated by a big screen video installation. From billboards to scoreboards, we inform and entertain audiences with our big screen solutions. Visit bigscreenvideo.com.au to see how BSV can bring your space to life. <laughs> All right, thanks to Tire Power, Australia's biggest independent retailer. Let's speak to a Queensland legend. Saw him at the races the other day. Did you? On Melbourne Cup Day, he was down from the sunny coast, wandering around and having a ball. Backing winners, unlike me. Billy Moore, good morning to you, mate. Hello, boys. Pleasure to be on the show. Cheers, Billy. Uh, One thing, okay, that's the Melbourne Cup that Paddy's talking about. I was thinking about the Noosa Try. Are you a triathlon man or just a marathon man, and did you have a go this year? Just a marathon man, mate. I um, I swim like a brick. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I've actually honestly never been a cyclist. I've never got comfortable. On a on a bike, mate. It always bit my bony arm. So, I, um, yeah. So I've only I've only ever done the running, mate. Which you know is um. Well, and you think about right, cycling, so much more fun. You get so much more um uh, return on your investment. But uh, no, so I don't do the tries, bud. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the plug I've out of the Boston, way. I've got. Uh, let's I was go- say, I've got Boston coming up next year, lads. Oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Good on you, mate. Oh, good stuff. Hey, let's get the plug out of the way. How's the, how's the restaurant business on the sunny coast going? Dynamite, Paddy. Oh, that's what it's we'd love to hear. We, yeah, it's going really well. Uh, uh, COVID's changed the, the holidaying landscape for people. Maloolaba, um, I think you'll find a lot of places on the eastern seaboard of Australia are the same. We're just chockers, and, and there's people walking around the streets in Maloolaba. It doesn't matter whether it's Monday, Wednesday, or Saturday. It's, it's just heating, yeah. uh, which is great for our business. Uh, we've also had a change of our workforce because we've lost the backpackers in four, five, sevens. Wargello has got 44 staff, but instead of having 40 adults and 40 juniors, so I've got four juniors, I've now got 24 kids that work for me. So I've had to do a McDonald's and train my own staff, which is has been adventurous, but it's been a great journey, and that's probably where in the hospitality world the workforce is going to go that way where we have to train our own because we're not sure when the backpackers in four, five, sevens are coming back. No, that's right. And and your chefs, you know, they are very important to you, that to that business, eh? Hey? Mm. Oh, their goal, mate, heels. Without, without them, our business stops. And we've been lucky. We've got our three senior chefs have been there over 20 years. Oh, so uh, they're part of the furniture. But that's, that, that's what you've got to do. you got to look after them. But um, the... Uh, the HR department of um, of hospitality is certainly under pressure, so you've got to try and create your own. Yeah, I think you're overdoing a little bit with your junior staff when they put a meal down. Queenslander! And <laughs> surprise a few people, mate. <laughs> All right, let's get serious. Let's talk about, not that, not that your business isn't serious, but we're pleased that it's going so well, mate. Uh, Oz v New Zealand Saturday morning. Now, mm-hmm. you probably don't, I don't know whether you've heard this, but we mentioned it earlier in the show. The World Cup organisers, in their wisdom, have had to make flight bookings in advance to probably take advantage of some cheap affairs, etc. They've booked New Zealand out after the semi final home. <laughs> you reckon that's not going to fire the Kiwis up? <laughs> 
Are those tickets transferable? Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. I'll check into that. It's going to cost them ten grand to t- transfer the tickets. So it's either transferable to Australia <laughs> or Samoa. They might get halfway home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, um, I, I, it whets the appetite. That clash, doesn't it? When you look at it on paper, there's superstar up against superstar. The battles, you know, of the ones Manu versus Tedesco. You just go uh, Brandon Smith versus Harry Grant. Teammates, you know. Yeah. Um, Obviously, they're looking to try and get one up on each other. I can't wait. Um, but as always, it comes down to winning the middle and then obviously your spine. My little concern, boys, is this might sound a bit strange. New Zealand almost have too many big guys in the middle. They're on the bench as well. They've got so many great you know, muscle men, like, like alpha males in there. Who do you play? And, and, and the rotations. Oh, that's where I think Maguire could get himself a little bit stuck because Australia's obviously had to go for a much more mobile, fast-moving pack, yeah. which I, I think will, will stand him in good stead if they can if they can hold New Zealand and basically absorb the initial punishment. That mobile pack, I think, will come to haunt New Zealand. So okay. the rotations that Maguire uses on the bench is going to be very pivotal. Well, he's made one decision, uh, Billy. I don't know whether you've caught up with this. He's left uh, Warira Hargraves out of his 19. So whether that's hammy-related or whether that's discipline-related, re- not sure, but uh, the Penrith prop, Moses Leota, comes back in after some injury worries during the, the tournament. I like it. Uh, I, I, look, um, Jared Rhea Hargraves has been a great player, but I just think he's half a yard too slow, and he's just as likely to put the arm out, maybe give a penalty here and there. Um, and I think they've got enough, as I said, alpha males without him. They're almost yeah. chock-loaded. And when you bring in Nelson, the soft Solomon, I think he's either going to play 13 or off the bench. You know, for me, boys, Fisher-Harris, he is probably the best alpha male yep. middle in the game right now. And Agreed. I think you don't, need, you don't need another one. Just, just let him do his job um, and, and the rotations around that. So I can subscribe to that theory. Have have these um, alpha males got the ability to razzle dazzle as well, or is it just going to be hard physical stuff and then hope the backs get a job done? I think for New Zealand, that's a great question, Hills. I think for New Zealand, they don't want to overcomplicate it. They really want to win the middle. And if I was them, I would be aiming everything. You know, at the Australian middles, um, Regan Campbell Gillard, good player, but mate, in the with all due respect, remember the grand final. Yeah. When missing, if I was New Zealand and I was um, Fisher Harris, I'd be going, mate. I got you in the GF. I'm going to get you again because if you can get to him, if you can stop the go forward of Australia, you then have gotten Cleary having to play off the back foot, which he doesn't do very often, and that will make the Australian role a lot more difficult. You will really then be able to put pressure around the ruck on Harry Grant, who's a superstar of the highest level, mm. and Tedesco. You can control the ruck and stop Australia walking down the park. All of a sudden, New Zealand can then do what, um, obviously, the flight the flight bookings don't present uh, an opportunity for, for New Zealand to beat Australia. <laughs> hey, do you take anything out of the quarters? I mean, Australia just waltz through this scoring at will, whereas, I mean, mm. Fiji put New Zealand under genuine pressure and, and with a little bit of luck going their way late and a, and a couple of better decision-making calls, they could have easily beaten them. Oh, without a doubt, um, Paddy, you, you can see the improvement because if you go back to the previous World Cup, I think Australia won the semi-final against uh, Fiji um, by 40-odd points. So the Fijians have got better and obviously Coruscant 
you know, number nine was magnificent. And you're right, they were very unlucky. There was that stripping penalty, which was 50-50. Yeah. Uh, and, and you could just see at, at the critical moments under the pressure, um, they made a few bad decisions when they were on attack and they, their fifth tackle options were poor. But they'll learn from that. Um, yeah, Australia had done it comfortably. Um, and look, it, it represents, this is a theory, and I'll throw it to you guys, is it better to have your bad game uh, for New Zealand where everyone's got, oh, they're off the boil, they, they can't win it. They've almost had it there, so will they yeah. rise up off the back of that into the semi? Um, Australia has cruised, but might, I think they made about 14 errors in the last game against Lebanon and still made it easy. But um, I, I just think Australia can be beaten in the middle if New Zealand play the right game and get their rotations right. But I thought Brandon Smith wasn't great in that game against Fiji boys, and he's a fantastic player. If he has a big one, and Dylan Brown has a big one, because I just know that Marnie will play well. The seven's world-class. The six and the nine have to rise for New Zealand. If they do, then they will mount a very big case if they're playing off the front foot. Yeah. yeah, enough, enough about New Zealand, mate. Australia, they're better than <laughs> that. We're going bli- to blitz them. <laughs> mate, oh, look, without a doubt, we, get, we go to his favourites and we should be. And, and look, I'm obviously very, very confident we can win. Um, and look, the combination between Cleary and Munster, that, look, that doesn't matter. Look, DCE has been a magnificent player and, and think 2020 and 2022 captain in Queensland with some of his finest hours and he deserves his starting spot. He had a crack at the the number seven jersey. But obviously, Father Time has given Cleary the chance, and this is his moment. Yep, but yep. obviously, if Australia, if Australia get beat, well, Cleary's position at the seven jersey will be very, very... Uh, be under pressure. Mm. So we'll see what happens there. But look, I just... I, guys, I'll tell you, player crush. Harry Grant is one of the greatest nines I've ever seen. He has yeah. the smarts of Smith. He has the speed of Damien Cook. And it's all wrapped up in this package of a young player who's only going to get better and better. I'll just watch this space. He is in mortal in waiting, and that's a long way down the path. But I just think this guy is, you know, think for Melbourne, you go from Cameron Smith, you're going to brush Brandon Smith, bring this Harry Grant. You think, well, how good is Harry Grant? Well, this guy is unbelievable. He'll get man of the match, and he's the one that could win the game for Australia. Oh, oh that's oh, a crush already. That <laughs> definitely is a crush, right? <laughs> Who do you reckon the winner of the Anzac Clash uh, will be playing? Samoa v England. Look, that should be a cracker. Uh, how good was that Tonga Samoa game? We talked about Paddy, the, 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 yeah. the quarters were a bit iffy, but mate, what a cracking game between the, the two Pacific powerhouses. And you look at the names and you think the pipeline that's coming through, that those those Pacific nations are going to be strong, strong forever, really, yeah. the way it looks at that. Yeah. Um, Samoa. It, it, it presents like a bit of a danger game to think, you know, was it three weeks ago they got yeah. beat 60 to 6 by England and now they're meeting again. So if they're English, if you're the English players, you're going, oh, well, we should tell these blokes up. But yeah. how often do you see it swing, you know, and bounces back the other way? Um, look, England have been outstanding. They've probably been the form side of, of the mm. tournament. They've been strong at all times. Their, their, their defence is what's been impressive for me. Uh, Victor Radley, you, mm. you know, um, the uh, the Englishman from Bondi has been fantastic, um, and look, I just think he's been a welcome inclusion there. But you know, the Burgess, um, you know, all those guys, Bateman um, have been strong. But I've really enjoyed watching what their spines done, and, and George Williams, the seven. You know, obviously he was at the Raiders. What a loss! Now when you think back to the Raiders, you put him back in that team the last twenty four months. 
you know, you can see why Ricky did not want to let him go. He's a, he's a very, very good player. He's world-class. Mm. Okay. He must be just happy again. Yeah, I think they, they're going to be two beauties, but we're really looking forward to it. And <laughs> they'll, they'll take that slur from the World Cup organisers and use it as ammo. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> I can't believe they booked those tickets. That's amazing. You're right. It'll pop them up. Hey, Billy, great to chat, as always. Good to see you the other day at the Melbourne Cup. And uh, it's great to hear that life's going well on the Sunshine Coast for you, mate. Uh, Mate, absolute pleasure. Great to chat to you, lads. You're two of my uh, favourite people in the media. I love listening to your program. And uh, if you ever get a chance, come to Malulabone or Jellos. Drop in, I promise I won't cook. You'll be safe. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Billy. Look forward to it. Billy Moore joining there. (laughs) Queensland legend, former kangaroo. He's been there, done that, and he's... He's a, he has a wonderful insight into the game. I love listening to his, uh, his thoughts about the game. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.